Hey there, hey, and thank you for tuning into this Turkey Day pod of Born to Be a Star. Today is Thanksgiving, and it's another day, and it's another opportunity for you to recognize your Thanksgiving star power. For you to look in the mirror and recognize that you can do anything you put your mind to. Today is that day, just like yesterday and every other day before it, and every other day after it. I hope that everybody is spending time with their family and friends and having a wonderful celebration of what Thanksgiving actually is. Because Thanksgiving was a time where pilgrims and Indians came together. Thank you, Skip. We appreciate that. Pilgrims and Indians came together, put all their differences aside, and ate together at the table. And I think that we all should be able to do that. Regardless of the color of your skin, regardless of what neighborhood you grew up in, regardless of any of that. Yeah, that too. Like, we actually had football teams with Indian names until they got all weird and started renaming them and stuff. Like, the Washington team? That shit's weird. Why can't we just call them the Redskins? Anyways, before I get into, like, politics, before we get to know media aloud, let's just relish in the fact that today is a day for us to be thankful and grateful for what we have available. Yes, cranberry relish is really good. Thank you for telling him that. He definitely loves to interrupt while I'm talking, but it's okay. I love him regardless. He is certainly contributing to the podcast, as he always does. Moving on from the fact that Skip is interrupting Star's podcast, like always, um, let's get into Yes, You Can. Yes, you can decide that you're ready to have kids. Yes, you can decide that you're ready to move from an apartment to something bigger. Or maybe you're ready to even consider getting a condo. Or maybe you're ready to consider getting a bigger vehicle. Or maybe you're ready to consider something different or more. Yes, you can decide to change your mind. You can decide to become a part of a book club. You can decide that you want to join the Chanel club and you want to be a Chanel girl or boy. You can decide that you want to uh, wear Creed. You can decide that you want to change your body wash. You can decide that you want to wear your hair natural because you don't want extensions. You can decide that you want to you want shoes that don't have holes at the bottom of them and you don't want to buy things that aren't worth the amount of money that they cost. You could decide that you want to be a sales rack person or you could decide that you want to be a leader instead of a follower. Basically, you can decide to change your hair, change your lips, change anything, get liposuction or get another surgery to help you with whatever you're dealing with and you can decide to change any of that. So the response is yes, you can. Following the response of yes, you can is never give up. John Cena says it all the time. That's his mantra. He's got a bandana. He's got a hat. He's got an entire line with the mantra of never give up. Never give up means you have to persevere through difficulty and you have to find a way to get through things that might not be the way you want them to. I'm the first person to admit my difficulty, my flaws, my bad decisions, things I can't take back or reverse. Mainly the master's degree because because teaching sucks. And I don't know what made me think I was I was going to be able to fix that. 
And I tried and it didn't work. But I'm glad God gave me enough common sense to know not to stay stuck in it and to move on. So I did. Right. And now I have a master's degree out of it. And at some point that'll be beneficial to me when I want to move up into another tier of a career because I have a master's degree. And that means more money, honey. So that aspect of it is good. But struggling with polycystic ovary syndrome, the doctors telling me I might not be able to have kids, and then going to the OBGYN and her telling me there's nothing wrong with me, persevering through difficulty and negativity is the only way for you to get to the good. I went from thinking I wasn't going to be able to have my kids to knowing that at some point soon I will have my first child, my second child, and then continuing after that. Like, it's going to be amazing, beautiful, fun, and all these things. And I'm so excited, and I can't wait, right? If we believe in positivity and the idea that we can change things, we are going to change the world together. And children need something that they can look up to, something that they can believe in. And we should be that for them. Sometimes children get sick. Sometimes somebody you love gets sick. Make a wish, which is children that are sick. Having a foundation of John Cena or somebody big like that tell you that it's okay and you'll be okay is something that you need to hear. And on Thanksgiving, I want to just say how thankful and grateful I am for people like that. Honestly. I'm grateful for all those willing to sacrifice for others. And I'm grateful for all the children that are getting better and all the people that are conquering cancer or any type of injury, whether you're in a sports or something. And I'm grateful that you can't give up. You have to stay strong. Never give up means you never give up. You stay at it. You don't want to make it halfway through the story. That's not what a happily ever after is. It's at the end of it. So hold through to the end of the story, and I promise you the reward will be greater than you thought it would be. Moving on from that, let's get into the why not today. Because what? Perseverance and indecisiveness is not the answer. It never was and it never will be. If you need to accomplish something, if you need to clean the floor, if you need to paint the walls, if something's wrong with the air conditioner or the dishwasher, if the heat's not coming on correctly where you live, if something's not working in your house and there's something in the basement or there's something wrong with a wall, you probably need to fix it, right? Why not today? Meaning, when are you going to call to fix it? When are you going to get these problems resolved? If there's something creepy in the corner or there's a bug or there's something weird, if you don't try to get rid of it, who's going to fix the problem? It's not going to be some random, like, person coming into your house like, I'll do it for you. No, you have to do it. If somebody calls you, you need to respond to them. You have to be responsible and reliable. I'm telling you. Why not today means focus on what you can do today and don't focus on what you don't think you can do. 
Focus on what you know you can accomplish, the phone call you have to make, uh, the conversation you need to have with somebody you love, uh, the the errands that you have to run, uh, going to look at that property, going to make things official. Stop holding on to the idea that you can't do things and go do them. Tomorrow might not come. The aliens might come get us. We don't know what's happening, man. And I, and I know you might think I'm joking, but I'm kind of serious. Have you really watched X-Files? It will leave you with this weird, weird, odd feeling like maybe this show is based off true stories. Maybe we should be seriously concerned about that. I do think that why not today is definitely something that you need to say to yourself to get you through next week, next month, next year, and the next decade. So let's do it together. Following that, let's get to one of our favorite parts of the podcast. Let's get to some of these headlines of no media allowed, no media allowed, no media allowed, because they lie to us, they lie to us anyway. So, it being Thanksgiving, you'd assume that, I don't know, there'd be some type of media happening, right? I think that We are unfortunately in for a ride of disinformation from everybody. Again, let me give you an example of what I'm talking about. First of all, as you can hear in the background, Israeli didn't do the swap. They delayed it. I don't think they should do it at all. I don't think that they should allow all those Israelis out of jail, like 150, but they're going to get 50. So they're going to get they're going to let go three times the amount of people that did have something to do with 10-7 or 10-6 or whatever the date was. That's stupid. (laughs) Two, four days. Of them not constantly attacking Hamas isn't going to help them with their end result goal, which is completely destroying Hamas. Is it not? War is not pretty. It's not something that's comfortable either. And if you're going to win a war, you can't do things people are going to like. Like, I hate the idea that people are always talking about how they feel. It infuriates me, right? It's not fair that the United States of America is trying to limit the ability of Israel. And while I'm saying that, I'm also going to say this. The world is a big place and there's more things going on in the world right now than Israel getting attacked by Hamas and Iran. 
And the United States of America has given millions of billions, if not trillions of dollars to Iran for them to do this. They did it within two years. And do you know what two years they did it in? After Trump left, that means Biden's weak in every regard. And everybody knows it, except for the idiots around him that keep pretending like he is the savior to the United States of America. You know what the savior to the United States of America is? It's not a body of government that wants all this power because power gets to people's head and they forget what their actual fucking job is. It is Thanksgiving today and we should look at history. Pilgrims were white. Native Americans were Native Americans. They came together to put their food together to eat. That is the beginning story of Thanksgiving. And now we've gotten so far away from that story. I just don't even know where we are. The demands and the asks from Hamas to Israel were kind of insane. I just, I don't understand it. It's not okay. The deal that's being made here and America needs to stop pushing Netanyahu. I don't think that America should be involved in wars like this anymore. And I said it yesterday and I'm saying it today. I think that this is wrong. I think that the idea that we keep involving ourselves with the rest of the world, but we don't care about our own home country is a problem. It is a big problem. The United States of America is responsible for America, not the world. I know it wants to be a world leader and they believe in world growth and all that crap that exists out there, but that is all a distraction for them to punish us here. And I get up every day and I go to work. I have to day off work because it's a federal holiday and I work in the financial world, so I don't have to work. Anybody that's smart doesn't work at a job that makes them work on holidays. That's the most idiotic thing that they could do. But that's not me. So... Who knows? I do think that we have got a problem here. I do think that the United States is showing who it actually is, that it does not support the United States. I do think that the 9-11 response was the correct response. And I do think that we need to allow other countries to have that same response. I think, unfortunately, we were attacking the wrong people because people were lying at that time, and they did, which led to us staying in Afghanistan 20 years, which I think is really idiotic, right? We're not playing this game correctly. None of these people are our friends, and these people that work in the Pentagon, the higher-ups, they all need to get fucking fired, right? The lady that's coming out acting like she has answers to things, what does she have answers to? Because how are you accidentally sending billions of dollars to Ukraine? Why are we accidentally funding their lives? That's not the United States' responsibility. Ukraine is not an ally to the United States, more so than Israel. And we have to stop pretending like they are.
I'm going to change the way I talk about politics in this regard. I don't want to be a source that you're listening to because clearly you're listening to the podcast, not just from No Media Loud, but for all the other stuff as well. You know, we talk about food, we talk about watching things, we talk about a main conversation. Sometimes we add some tea into that. Sometimes we really talk about different, difficult conversations, and sometimes we really talk about simple conversations. But you know, I'm very passionate when it comes to politics. Because I think we need to really be looking at the evidence surrounding us. I don't want to lie to you about media. And typically, I tell you the truth about it, and I, and I call out Fox News. Right now, Fox News is having a problem. They have commercials on Fox News about gay rights and TikTok. Yet, Fox News is supposed to have a news station that's geared toward conservatives, Christians, and Republicans. And that's not geared toward me. So when I'm looking at these ads, I'm feeling like this is on a station that I probably want to watch. But these ads are turning me off. And some of the talking points and some of the shows, the guests that they have on, the former army lieutenants, uh, former former people that worked at the Pentagon, former people that have worked in uh, the political stratosphere, their messaging is incorrect if you're supposed to be conservative. We should not still be helping Ukraine. They're going to lose. They were going to lose from the beginning. What in God's name made anybody think Ukraine was going to beat Russia? Now they're trying to claim they're trying to come with a deal. Fuck the deal. Russia should completely destroy them and they should get what they deserve. They pushed the bull. They got the horns. They knew what was going to be the outcome of this, but they did it anyway. And NATO was getting way too close to territory they weren't supposed to be in. And that is how this all started. Let's get back to the beginning of the story in all of these situations. The government and NATO misused their power. And they fucked over Ukraine. And Ukraine has allowed young men to be targeted, murdered, and killed. And they put them in the front. They have completely slaughtered generations of men. For what? Money? Yes. They don't care. And we should not associate ourselves With places like that. And I know that people want to talk about Putin. And they want to insult him. But there could be someone worse than him. Maybe be okay with the devil that you know. Right? Maybe that. Like everybody hated Donald Trump. But now you've got Biden. And he doesn't even know what fucking day it is. He can't walk. He can't talk. He can't read a goddamn teleprompter. I can do that. He can't walk off a set correctly when he's on camera. It's just embarrassing. This is our representation. This is what I'm spending my fucking tax money on. 
for you not to fix the holes in the road, for you to do things incorrectly and then refix it again so you can hide your dirty money and I got to watch you do it. It's just so infuriating, man. These people with these microphones acting like they're the representation for me. None of you are my representation. I'm Republican. And I don't even think the Republicans running for office where I live at are good representation for me because they're not saying things that they should be saying, right? Everything costs way too much money where I live. Way too much money for where we live. The groceries at the grocery store, the gas, the clothes, everything is too expensive. And we are playing hyperinflation, and it is not going away. It is only going to get worse. And we don't have an option. I think we've got a problem. Because I'm looking at statistics right now that shows that adults ages 25 to 54 are still living at home with their parents. And that percentage is at 87%. With inflation and the cost of houses, they're not able to buy houses. They're not able to move out. It's difficult for them. And I'm not saying that if you don't save up your money, you can't buy a house because you can't. I'm saying that it's difficult. We've got a problem. The the millennial generation and the Z generation is not moving on. And I'm changing the way I'm talking about because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hide stuff. I'm gonna say bad words. I'm gonna come directly in your face and tell you reality the way it is. A government handout is not anything you should be proud of. In fact, you should be embarrassed of it because it means you can't figure out your life without that. There are people that do need help, but a government handout, somebody's paying for it and the person paying for it is me. People have misused the ideology and the idea behind a helping hand. The government is trying to pretend to be people's parents, right? That's incorrect. The government has misused their power with the black community, Government has misused their power with the white community. The government has just completely misused their power entirely. And they're bringing all these illegal aliens into this country and because they don't have anyone else to vote for them. So their thought process is we're going to let all these illegals in and at some point they're going to repay us for it. Whenever a Republican comes back in and we know it's going to be Trump, I'm not even going to lie to you anymore. There's another thing. Right. Ron DeSantis isn't going to be the president. Neither is Nikki Haley. Neither is Chris Christie. OK, it's over. It's been over since the beginning. The numbers were in at the beginning of this. Right. That's why Tim Scott had enough goddamn common sense to get out of it. That's why Pence was like, I'm not doing this anymore because it just got embarrassing. They're not speaking to the majority of the conservative Christian Republicans. We don't want nice. We don't want Mitt Romney. We don't want Bush. We want some cutthroat. I don't give a fuck. I don't care how you feel. Fake media calling crazy. Unconditioned, relentless, unapologetic Trump. Right. He doesn't need them. He is money. 
right? They can't buy him off. They can't silence him and they can't stop him. And we need a leader like that. And honestly, he needs to run again, especially after what the fuck they did to him in 2020 when they stole the election from him. Because that is what they did. They did hyper ballot harvesting. There's definitely something up with those machines. And I think we should still be questioning the entire situation. It's insane. And I want to tell you that it's going to get better, but I don't know if it's going to get better. So I'm changing the way I talk about politics. I'm not going to lie to you anymore. I'm not going to do the curtsy thing or the Christian thing either. And I am Christian and I am Catholic and I am conservative and I am Republican. And I'm not going to hide that. I voted for Trump twice. And if I could, I would have voted for him a million times. I'm voting for him again, regardless of who they try to take off the ballot in whatever fucking state they try to do it in. I'm still going to be confident in the fact that he's going to win. And I'm just going to continue to say that. I'm not going to lie about it. And now people can lie about it if they want to and they choose to. But that does not mean that I'm going to. That That's what I'm saying, basically. Pro-America means anti-world. I talked about that at the beginning of this conversation, right? If we're going to be like America, 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 we can't be like Israel, Israel, Israel. It's it's not the same thing. We also can't do that with Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine. Now, I know these military idiots will go on Fox News and all these stations and hype up. Oh, we've got to help them because if we don't, we're going to show we're weak. No, we're already showing we're weak by helping them. Do you know what the art of war is, you fucking idiots and you pansies? Like, I'm 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 really getting impatient and irritated, right? How much stupidity am I going to be forced to watch at this point? How many handouts are we going to give? Why did we allow the the leader of China to come in and claim that he needs help and talk to Gavin Newsom last week while we've got double wars going on and we got serious problems with inflation? I don't know, man. We got problems here. There's something called bank jugging. We've got problems. 
And we keep pretending like they don't exist because who's that helping? The politicians, right? We can't continue to help all these other countries if we don't help ourselves. And the more we continue to do this, the worse it's going to be for us, better off. I just told you the statistic the statistic on young people still living at home with their parents. These people are following people to the ATM and stealing all their money. Honestly. It's, it's bad. NATO was never going to welcome Ukraine. And we all know that. Can we stop pretending like Ukraine was going to get like an award and a pen and a congratulations and a welcome home banner and all this crap? No, they were never going to get welcomed into NATO. It doesn't matter what they do. Ukraine is known as one thing. Corrupt. That's why... Trump didn't give them money, and anyone with any common sense didn't. Obama was the most ignorant, incompetent president of our time. What he ensued on the United States of America is something that Americans don't understand. He used his race, he used his ethnicity to conduct harm on us in a way that we still have not fixed yet. China is not our allies. They're not our friends. We need to separate. The more we continue to partner with people we should decouple partner partnerization with, the worse it's going to be for us. The more we continue to have everything made in China because it's cheap and we're not willing to sacrifice in some regard to save America the less America we're going to have. They're constantly trying to rip this place apart. And these politicians are just letting them do it. They are. I think George Santos should run again. Because after I witnessed uh, Jamal Bowman pull a fire alarm and lie and say that he didn't, I'm not convinced that any politician that does anything wrong shouldn't just continue to run. I don't know why he needs to drop out. Why is he trying to acquiesce to the GOP with Ronald McDaniel, who should have been fired like years ago? Clearly, she's incompetent, too. What's up with Ben? What is up with Ben Shapiro from The Daily Wire being disrespectful to Candace Owens, who's going into labor? I mean, she's already probably had her baby at this point. What is up with the idea that... He gets to disrespect her and say what he said about her in a closed setting. And then he gets to just pretend like he didn't do anything. How's that okay? Now, I've looked at the episodes since she went on Tucker Carlson. And I haven't heard any episode where he apologized for his behavior. She's on maternity leave right now. She's been since the beginning of the week. Um, What does this mean exactly? I don't think it's okay. Uh, Jeremy Boring left a message on his uh, ex saying that Candace Owens wasn't getting fired, where somebody should receive something. Clearly, Ben doesn't live in the area where the show or where the database for the company is, right? He lives in Florida. Everything else takes place not in Florida. 
That's not the point, though. The point that I'm making is why does he get to disrespect and chastise Candace Owens, regardless of the color of their skin? Who is he acquiescing to in that conversation? Who are those people he's talking to? She works at the company. Why would he do that? Like, and I call out Fox News all the time with their weird fucking commercials and the odd people that they have on as guests. The fact that I didn't like when Laura Ingram brought on uh, Ronna McDaniels and she didn't push her more. Like, we can't be nice. Right. If you do something and it's not okay, we need to call you the fuck out. And and I'm not saying we need to be like cancel culture people, but we need to be like question culture people. Why is no one calling him out? Calling him out outside of Tucker Carlson? All these conservative voices, and the only one willing to say something is Tucker. Why? And you know Candace Owens isn't going to do anything. That is not who she is. That's not how she operates. So this is just leaving me just feeling like, should I discontinue my membership with Daily Wire because they're acting iffy? And if I do that, then I'm stuck. You know, I, I like Fox News in increments, but not completely. Like, I'm not jumping to get the Fox News thing to decouple myself from other voices that I like. I think that we have to be smarter. And if we're not, we're going to pay the consequences. I think that he should be called out. And the fact that he's not, it's not okay. Is the Daily Wire not daily anymore? Have they turned rogue? Who can we trust? Now, the section of this podcast is called No Media Allowed. But is all media not supposed to be allowed? Because we're running with like a handful of people. And they constantly keep being thrown off the boat here. I don't know. Moving on from the main part of the conversation, which is politics, let's get to the normal part of the conversation. Negativity doesn't fix problems. Did it ever fix problems? Being negative, saying, woe is me, saying, I can't do this. A Catholic school is admitting trans women. 
I don't know. We're running out of stuff here. But back to the negativity. Being negative and saying you're not going to be able to do something, or even I did it. I'm never going to get pregnant. I'm never going to do this. I'm never going to do that. I'm never going to get a house. I'm never going to do this. That's not going to help you do anything. Negativity doesn't solve anything. It just makes everything worse and harder. Positivity and energy and enthusiasm and happiness doesn't take a lot of effort. Yet we assume it does. Why is that? Like, I feel like negative people really have a bad effect on me because I start falling into their negativity. And I have to find a way to block that off. So I need to be fierceful in my blockade against negativity and misery. Like, misery does love company and teach. I, me, star, is not available. If you want to be negative and you want to run around and you want to say the woe is me and you want to act like your life is so stressful and you want to be just unhappy and miserable, you be that by yourself. I woke up today. I got 10 fingers, 10 toes, two eyes. I can speak, talk, dance. I'm going to be happy, right? I'm going to be happy. I might not have everything that I wanted, but I have my life. And I am grateful for everything that I have. And not just on Thanksgiving, but every day. So like I just said, negativity isn't going to fix your problems. When do you update furniture? Once the furniture starts to look a little like it's got stains or the pillow doesn't go back into the couch correctly or you can see that it's been worn out, then it's time to update it because you don't want worn out furniture in your living room, even your bedroom or let's say a a guest room. You don't want that stuff to look like that. You really want it to look you really want your home to look nice and welcoming to family members, to friends, you know, even just to yourself, right? You don't want furniture that looks like, where did you get that from? Or was that from college? When did you buy that couch? Like, that's not the thought you want to be having. Picking out lamps. I don't really know how to pick out lamps. Typically, my mom does that. I have, like, no experience. And we've had lamp conversations before. But I don't even know how to, like, seriously figure this out. I probably need to get, like, a lamp 101, like, workshop done so I can figure it out. Maybe I'll just ask my mom to show me how to do it because that's the only way I'm going to learn how to pick out lamps. Are you picking out lamps based upon the actual lamp itself or the lamp shade? And how do you know what size to get? Especially, like, let's say you're redesigning a living room or a bedroom. How do you decide which lamp to get? That's my question. Guess I'm going to have to call my mom. Mom, help me with lamp shopping. Um, I'm definitely going to need a one-on-one on this. And I watch all this HGTV and I'm really asking this question. Sad. Trying to buy gifts early because I don't want to be stuck in the insanity of Christmas shopping. And tomorrow is Black Friday and I'm going to buy the majority of the things that I'm buying for Christmas tomorrow. And I am not going to care. Everything is going to be delivered. And I'm going to enjoy that. I'm, I'm not going to worry. I'm not going to be at Target or any of these shitty retail stores trying to figure out Christmas shopping. It's not for me. I don't even really like Black Friday, but I am going to take advantage of the Black Friday deals. Um, I saw a couple of things that I do want to add to my collection of things because I'm going to be getting rid of junky crap. 
So I want nicer things. Um, it's possible to do all the majority of your shopping before Christmas comes to be prepared for it and ready. You don't have to wait till the last minute. You can't just get things done early. And you don't have to fall into the trap of the retail insanity thinking that you have to go in there and be a part of that. No, you don't. You can't just get things when you need to get them, have them delivered, and not be stressed out. That is a possibility. Getting Christmas shopping done early means you have more time to enjoy Christmas movies in your family. And hot cocoa, and s'mores, and candy, and all the happiness that comes with Christmas time and the holidays. I'm just saying. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Mary Bell keeps singing. Happy holiday to you. Happy holidays. Happy holidays to you. Do your Christmas shopping early so you can be singing and enjoying the holiday season. Yay. We want to do that more so than being in the store miserable. Yeah. And by the way, to avoid the store, just do everything on Amazon. Be smart, man. When it comes to shopping, you don't really need to go in the store. Honestly. I think that. Switching styles shouldn't be something where you're worried about it. And I was going to try to figure out how to say this to you. So I'll just say it. I have decided to switch my style. I'm mainly going to be focusing on Michael Kors, Kate Spade, and Louis Vuitton and Chanel. Those are going to be my go-to styles. I'm going to mainly be shopping at Nordstrom and um, Nordy Rack. Also, Saks Fifth. Um, and a bunch of secret stores that I found online that are being delivered directly from like London and Italy. Okay. I'm changing my style and I'm changing the way I dress and I'm changing what I'm wearing because I feel like it's time for me to change and switch up what I'm doing. Now I do like thrifting, but I'm feeling like the problem with thrifting is becoming that I'm spending money for things that look nice, but then the quality is a little worn out. And then I'm going to have to buy shoes again, and I don't want to do that. So I'm just going to spend a little more money to buy some shoes, to buy a cute, a bunch of cute pocketbooks, maybe like, like 50, but maybe one or two. I'm going to be um, spending my money on that. And I'm just excited with, you know, switching up my style and let me explain why I'm doing this I do not 
want to not be wearing styles that I match up with. Like, honestly, bad quality. And I've talked about shitty quality. I've talked about the fact that I can't stand the malls. I've talked about the fact that Forever 21 is not for me anymore. H&M is not for me anymore. Nothing in the mall is for me anymore. I don't even really like Old Navy anymore. The shitty quality and the bad consistency of the bad products has just turned me off. And the reason I like Louis Vuitton is I've had the same Louis Vuitton bag forever and it still looks like I just bought it. I've had the same Louis Vuitton wallet. Still looks like I just bought it. I've had the same Michael Kors watch for three years and it looks like I just bought it. You see what I'm saying? I talked about how I want to upgrade my my watch game too. Like, I'm not saying I don't want an Apple watch because I do, but I also want better watches, right? I want a Tissot. I want a Hermes. I want a Rolex. I want nice things. I like dressing to impress. I want my wardrobe to match my mindset, meaning I don't want to look like I'm cheap, meaning I don't want to look like, what am I doing? I want comfortability and I want simplicity. And you know how I'm going to get that? Not by wearing things that don't match up with my mindset, where I am in my life currently and where I want to go next. I like looking nice. I like dressing to impress. I like that feeling. And I'm not saying I can't get that through a thrift store, Savers, or Goodwill, because I can. And I'm still going to be doing that as well. But I'm definitely going to be changing my pocketbooks. I'm definitely going to continue to wear Chanel scent. And I'm definitely going to continue to be a Chanel girl when it comes to, like, certain things. And I'm not going back from that. And you can switch up your style whenever you want. Maybe you want to do the London, Paris, New York thing like I do. Maybe you want to do the California look. Maybe you even want to do the Florida view. You can switch up your style whenever you want to, and you don't have to feel like anything's wrong with that. You don't have to feel like, I'm stuck. I can't do something different. You can switch up your style whenever you want. Like, if you want to start wearing checkers and polka dots, and you want to start wearing, like, loafers, and you're tired of wearing one thing, you can switch up your style. If you want to try going into Forever 21 and seeing what you can find in there, I'm not saying you should, but you could try it. Like, honestly... Shopping online is better than shopping in the store. And you can get a lot of stuff that you like on Amazon. You don't even really have to go in a store. Just go on Amazon. The best thing you could do, right, go on the website for the brand you like and look at what the model is wearing. I think that you will be, first of all, you're going to see what the fashion is through the, the model. Second, you can determine which part you liked and which parts you don't. And third, you know, you're comfortable. Don't you want to be comfortable? Isn't this a situation where you want to find comfortability? Like, I feel like, why are we convincing ourselves that we shouldn't change things we don't like anymore? I'm not going to apologize for wanting a pocketbook that costs a lot of money. I'm not going to apologize for liking Chanel. I'm not, I'm not going to apologize for liking... Uh, but, Balenciaga and Hermes and Fendi, right? I'm I'm not going to say sorry that I like designer things, but I'm also not going to overspend my money on it. I'm also going to shop at discounted websites. I'm also going to build my wardrobe up and then 
shed things that don't match up with what I want. And if you don't want to do designer things like me and you just want to change up your color scheme, you can do that too. Maybe you want to wear more browns. Maybe you want to wear more blacks. Maybe you want to add more blue into your wardrobe. Maybe you want to wear more white and lighter colors. Maybe you're turning into a pink person. Maybe you're turning into an orange person. Regardless of this, Honestly, you can change your style when you want to. Don't feel like you can't update or upgrade or switch out things that you don't like anymore. Because, oh, I shouldn't spend this. Oh, I shouldn't do that. Now, I will say you can support your community by donating your clothes you're not going to wear. There's always that. Or you could just share it with somebody in need. Ask somebody you know. Ask your friends. Ask people at work. Do their kids need clothes? Do they need clothes? share right that's always an option moving on from switching styles and one of my favorite conversation you are the trendsetter so set the trend yours mine and ours which is a show that is on netflix and it looks good 72 seconds i don't really know what that's about but it looks okay the hills i'm assuming that's horror i don't know I don't know. Ink Masters. Have you ever watched Ink Masters? That's like a tattoo TV series. I like it when they have to do them over. I find it very interesting. I have a bunch of tattoos. Nowhere in any place important. Like my leg is not completely tatted up. I don't have anything covering my entire arms or my back. I have small tattoos in small places that you can't see. And I did that for a reason because I knew I would be working in the corporate world and I didn't want anything to interrupt that and so I don't have anything that does but I think that shows pretty cool I consider like ink masters like you know like the guys that they go out on the water and they try to catch like fish at night and stuff like I like those shows too like the ones on the weather channel I, I like consider it like that Star Trek Strange World. Now, I can't start watching this Star Trek till I finish the other one. And I don't even know what episode I'm on on the other one. Very interesting. It looks good. I do love Star Trek. Do you think that Star Trek has gotten better or worse? What would you say? Did you like the old Star Treks? Or are you willing to try new Star Treks? What do you think? Um, we are watching that. Aora show on Disney is pretty good. Can't wait to start the new Mandalorian. That's one there. Unoccupied. I think that's scary. It sounds scary. Daddy's Home. That looks hilarious. I think I've seen that before. I think that's an older movie. Home Alone 1, 2, and 3 because you got to watch all of them. 
and Bad Santa. When's the last time you actually looked at the entire Bad Santa movie? It's hilarious. Like, and I mean, like, drop dead funny hilarious. Like, you can't stop laughing hilarious. Just, like, the the actor's energy that he put into this, like, role hilarious. Just, like, the reason why I like Elf is because, like, it's unapologetically just funny. Like, who, Halloween, um, Hulu has just creating created a, like, Christmas, like, movie, um catalog on its platform that I think looks really good and I think Netflix is going to do it too and I kind of just want to get in there and enjoy all of it honestly let the Christmas begin happy holidays I don't know, man. I like what Hulu's doing. Maybe Paramount Plus a copy. Amazon for sure. And definitely all the other things available will definitely make it so that There's a lot of Christmas things out there, and we got to watch them all. Also, Charlie Brown, because it can't be Thanksgiving without Charlie Brown. Anyways, today is Thursday, and I don't really have anything that I'm specifically watching. Football's coming on, so we'll probably look at that. Let's get into food. Well, it's Thanksgiving, so clearly we're going to be eating Thanksgiving food. But the topics I wanted to talk about this week are KFC chicken tenders. Can you make them at home? You can. You just have to follow the KFC recipe to get them crunchy and crispy and delicious. But you can do them at home. You just follow the recipe and you can put them in an air fryer. Bakery style cranberry sauce, scones. Definitely something that you want to be eating on Thanksgiving or any day. I love cranberries and scones are definitely uh, something for brunch or breakfast that I just I can't have enough of. There's a Hartford Baking Company that's not that far away, and I'm obsessed with them. Eggnog hot chocolate. So I'm assuming you do like half hot chocolate, half eggnog, mix it together, drink it. Let's go. Queso dip. So I saw this recipe for queso dip. You basically do Rotel and Velveeta. And you mix it in slowly. I would add more Mexican cheese in there or whatever cheese you want. You really want just to be ooey gooey, squeezy cheesy. I would also add in some jalapenos because I like it spicy. And some diced red peppers or green chili peppers. I mean, I would add more stuff into this, but this was just a simple two thing recipe. 
I like flavor, so of course I want to dump everything in there and make mine, but you could certainly do that. Yogurt bark. What is yogurt bark? I saw a video of this uh, keto guy that I follow on Pinterest. I think it's from TikTok, so God forgive me. Um, he took yogurt, right? And he took diced berries and he mixed them together in a bowl and he poured it into a tray, right? He put it in the freezer. He took it out. He let it sit. It cooled. And he made yogurt bark out of it. And he made it very easily. And it made me feel like maybe I could do this too. Um, it, it had the appeal of like chocolate candy, but it looked really good. I think I want to try to make that. Why not, right? Let's try something different. And finally, lemon chicken tortellini. This is going to be a recipe that I'm going to give you. So get your pen and paper ready or get your iPhone and notes ready so you can write down this recipe so you can make that this weekend too. So you're going to take some chicken tenderloins. Um, I'd say depending on how many people you're cooking for, you're going to want either 6 to 12. You're going to lightly saute the chicken. You're also going to use Italian seasoning. You're also going to use garlic seasoning if you have it. Flip the chicken over. Make sure it's fully coated. Then you're going to use some flour, right? You're going to get some oil in your one pan, right? But not a lot. Just a little bit of vegetable oil. You're going to take the chicken. You are going to flip the chicken over once or twice. You're not going to fully cook the chicken, right? Just a little bit. Then you are going to get lemon juice. And you're going to mix in a separate pan, lemon juice, heavy cream, lime juice, lemon peels, the garlic seasoning that we've already used, and whatever remnants are left in the pan from the chicken that you just briefly cooked. You're going to take the chicken that you briefly uh, had on and off, chop it into pieces. Then you are going to add in the tortellinis which can be cheese or whatever you want to be in the filling. Then you're going to add in mozzarella and you're just going to mix it together to it's all cheesy, squeezy, the chicken's done, the tortellini's are finished, and you're going to love it. After that, after you lightly cook that, you could put that in the oven again and let that cook longer so you can really get everything thick and cheesy. I would add more mozzarella into it. I would add more lemon juice into it, and I would add more heavy cream. Shove that in the oven. Let that cook off for about 15 to 20 minutes. Take that out. Cut that into chunks, and you can have that for a couple of days of dinner. And I'm telling you, you're going to like it. It's flavorful. It's definitely got the lemon appeal, and it's definitely something that you're going to like. Why not try it? Anyways, that is the end of this Thanksgiving pod. Thank you for tuning in to Born to Be a Star. Don't forget that you are a star wherever you are. And I will see you tomorrow on Friday. I'm going back to work tomorrow. Unfortunately, I'm sad. Why can't I just have the whole day off too? That would have been great. That would have been a great way to thank their employees. But not in the work that I work in. Anyways, I'll see you tomorrow. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving. And I hope you're having a wonderful turkey day. I'm going to go eat turkey now.